welcome to this week's message from a new church. For more information, or if you'd like to contact us, please visit our website, newchurch.nz. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this message. The title of my message today is Wake the Dawn. And as a 16-year-old, uh, young fella, I walked into a church and on the second song, I had this absolutely incredible encounter with God. The presence of God turned up in my life. I felt loved. I felt okay. I felt like I was somebody special. Um, and for me at that time, that was really significant. And since that time, I have never looked back. Uh, I have sought to live every single day of my life intentionally for Christ. I believe that we are on the planet, that you and I are on the planet for such a time as this, that it is no accident or mistake that you and I are here. So while my conception may have been through the desire of man, uh, certainly my spirit, my gift, my skills and my abilities that have been placed within me were knitted into me by God because he needed a Chris on the planet at this time. Just like he needed a Jackie, just like he needed an Alvin, just like he needed a Jason. He needs each one of us on this planet at this time. And I believe that we are here uh, for a number of reasons, but three in particular is that number one, we can discover what an absolutely incredible dad we have. Number two is that he wants us to grow in our character and for our choosing of him to be through uh, a free will act out of recognizing the love that he has for us. And number three, uh, he wants us to do exploits. No, he, he commissioned Adam and Eve to subdue the earth and he has never rescinded that commission that he gave them. And so while I've sought to uh, build my life intentionally, I've also, I am intentionally here in Whangarei. Some of you will have heard me share earlier, or sorry, last year, um, regarding why we are here. It's because I had an encounter with God on Ruakaka Beach and he said, your next assignment is in Whangarei. Um, and, uh, and so being here at Renew, I believe I'm here for a purpose. Um, and so when I bring a message, I seek to be really intentional about that message. Um, so I just want to recap the last three messages that I gave during 2021. Number one was that we are called to permeate society. And we looked at Matthew 13, verse 33, which is the shortest parable in the Bible. Uh, and it talks about the yeast going out through everything. We are called to do that in Whangarei, in New Zealand, in the globe. For the yeast of the gospel of the kingdom to permeate every single aspect from the governmental systems to the hospital systems to the teaching system to the business systems. That is the yeast going out, permeating. Uh, and I also shared in there that there is a tension of us knowing the finished work of Christ, but not yet seeing it fully outworked here on earth. And when there's a tension like that, there is a tendency that we can give up. So uh, who knows, man, I look back at that message and I think, man, that was a message in time uh, because we know what uh, 2021 slapped us with, uh, especially towards the end. 
Um, I also then talked about the next message was the crowd and how they turned on Jesus. He'd fed the 5,000, he'd fed the 4,000, and then he gives that crazy message, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of me. And the Bible clearly says that most of the crowd walked away. And it got down to the 12 and Jesus looked at them and he said, are you guys going as well? And Simon Peter looks back at him and he says those incredible words, where else would we go? You had the words of eternal life. I think Simon Peter's standing there going, I have no clue what you just said. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard, but I know you. Um, and, uh, and so I brought out there the importance of us sticking with Jesus, even when we don't understand what is going on. Um, and and you know, I think that's a word in season for what we've been through as well. But then I took that message into the parable of the miners. And the parable of the miners is different from the parable of the talents. Where the parable of the miners, when the master came back, he put them in charge of cities. And I spoke and I said that what I believe the church was going through was a massive test. And will we stick with Jesus even when we don't understand things? Will we hold our attitude right? Will we walk in good character? Because if we will do that through this time, God wants to put people in charge of cities. Um, and I certainly believe that we have been through an incredible test at the end of uh, 2021. And then the last message that I brought uh, was uh, speaking from Genesis 1, where it says, and God said, and God said, and God said. And I just brought the point out that we are created in His image and that His words were creative. Our words are creative, that they can build things up and they can tear things down. And I just wanted people to capture the authority and the power of their words to speak to things. Whatever is bound on earth will be bound in heaven. Or You know that scripture. Um, I just wanted to pull that through, um, that you in this time and in this season, we can still speak and bring a declaration. So I want to bounce off that this, uh, this week as we go into this message. Um, you know, before 2021, I would have said I have had two awful years in my life. Seasons that stretched for a year. Now, I've had parts of a, a year that have been a bit meh, but... I would have said I had had two awful years. After 2021, I can honestly say for me personally, I've now had three awful years. Um, and some of you probably can share with me in that. Um, and uh, so, you know, last year for me, it was just a year of the promises being tested. It was a year of my eschatology, my end time view being tested. Do I, did I still believe um, that God was gonna come back for an incredible bride? Uh, and that we were going to have something to show off to him when he came back. Um, I, was, I was tested in my abilities. I felt like the abilities that I had run with, the giftings, that when I went to use them and apply them, they, it was just like the power wasn't there that I had previously known. And I was absolutely stripped and tested in terms of our finances. And as I looked around the globe last year, uh, I, I said to God a few times, I said, God, you know, if you want to wrap this all up, right now, uh, and a new heaven and a new earth be rolled out. I, I am good with that. Uh, but actually the reality is when I stopped and thought about that, that is if he had come back, I actually probably would have been so disappointed. Um, because when my dad comes back to planet earth, I mean, he's here with us now, but when Jesus shows up again uh, in the flesh, of, let's carry on. <laughs> when he shows up again, 
I want to show something off to him. You know, we were, uh, as a family, we worked down at uh, shops um, a lot, and uh, one of the younger members of the family um, spends uh, probably more time at home uh, than uh, many of us. Um, and this one particular day, we kept getting these texts, and they were like, when are you coming home? When are you coming home? And we're like, oh, what's going on? When we got home, they had of their own volition just gone through and tidied and cleaned the whole house. And they were so proud of what they were done and they couldn't wait for us to come back and see what they had done. I believe that is what we're going to be like when our father comes back. That yes, the wheat is going to grow up, the tears are going to grow up, but the wheat is going to be, who knows that the wheat is far more impressive than the tears. And I believe that God, when, we, when Jesus turns up again, we are going to go, look what we've done. Um, and I don't believe we're there at this moment. Um, but who knows, maybe in a short pace of time we could be. Um, so as I roll into this year, there is an anticipation that is within my spirit that is so strong that it can only be supernatural. Because every morning at the moment, I, I look at the news reports. I wish I didn't have to. But when you're running a couple of businesses and you just need to be aware of any shifts and changes that are coming, every day I do just need to check in. Um, and, uh, and some of you will be aware that we've just seen a, a news report um, just before uh, we started the service today of a press conference coming. Um, every single day I have seen, you know, threats and, and dire predictions of what is coming. Um, and so I go, the, what is within my spirit can only be supernatural because I'm sure as heck not picking it up uh, from the news reports. I found myself waking in the night and praying and declaring over our nation and over the globe for, for several hours at a time. I, I was awake at about half past one this morning and there was just something in my spirit. I was like, I've got to pray. I've got to declare. And it's, there's just been such an ease with it as well. Um, I found myself, I'll be at home and I'm like, you know, I just need to step outside and I'll pace up and down uh, our back lawn and I will just pray and I will declare over uh, our nation what God wants to do this year. Um, for me personally, business plans have just been, I'm like, you know, we, we've got a business plan that we want to roll out this year. Um, we've got, uh, I've got a friend who's doing incredible work with training pastors in Africa um, and Ruth and I have covenanted that we want to give a significant sum of that. And I look at all of that and I go, that is completely contrary to actually what uh, we are still hearing spoken over the globe at this time. I believe that we are about to see a significant move of God that will rattle the whole of the globe. And I'm today putting my neck out there and saying, I believe this is coming. Um, I believe that we are about to see an outpouring that will see significant healings take place that will actually shake governmental systems of this world. I, I actually, I suspect something so extreme, I've actually only shared it with some of my closest friends who know my heart. Uh, but such is the gravity and the power and the supernatural uh, awakening that I feel inside that I believe something really significant is coming. Um, and I've been encouraged uh, to hear different people around the globe starting to say something similar. 
you know, as we stepped into doing these lounge churches, I, I went out and I spent considerable time just praying and seeking God on what the next season was like. And, and God spoke to me, He said, this is such an essential part of helping to sustain what is coming. Um, and who knows, you know, in all reality, we may see uh, today that um, the whole of the nation goes back into red. And I want to say to you, do not fear that and do not be concerned about that because maybe there is still something to go that is going to just really cause us to, to solidify in terms of those smaller groupings. They're really important. And I, and I so appreciate everyone that has uh, been putting their effort into this, uh, the, the musicians and, and Simon and Christy and the team that are down here with us this morning to those who are, are running lounge churches this morning. I just want to say high fives, well done. There is a grace of God upon this time and upon this season. Um, but when I went out and I prayed last year, God showed me this will be a time and this will be a season because such will be the outpouring of my spirit that people will need to gather in significant numbers, that, you, that we won't be able to keep people from running to the house of God, to running to the parks, to running to the marquees, whatever they may be across the globe, because the Spirit and the power of God is moving, that people are being healed, that signs, wonders, miracles are taking place and people are being saved just like that. So I'm excited uh, and I'm pumped for, for what is coming. You know, the enemy's time is short. He has had his reign of terror. He has released unequivocal fear on the face of the planet. He has released unequivocal intimidation on the face of the planet. And we all know last year that we had to really work to, to, to stay together because he has also released unequivocal divisiveness across the face of the planet as well. But as it falls, as this season falls to the ground, and it's seen for actually the very manure it is, it is going to become fertile soil for the greatest upheaval that we have ever seen. This season has been uh, one of standing the test, and now he's looking for a people who will usher in the new season. God's method of transformation on the face of the planet has always been through mankind. Jesus came as a man. We are in commission with God. He, he invites us to bring transformation on the globe. Yeah. And so as this has gotten to my spirit, I've been like, God, where, are, where, are, where is the body of Christ rising up and just speaking and declaring and and, and uh, being putting declarations out over our nation and, and something got within me. And I was like, well, it, even if there's nobody else on the planet, <laughs> which is not true because there are uh, many people who are rising up, especially uh, in Renewed Church and speaking and declaring. But even if there wasn't, I'm going to have that attitude of David that when the whole of the armies backed up and they looked at this giant that was intimidated, I'm going to be one who runs towards it. I'm going to grab some little wee pebbles and I'm going to fire it tactically right in the very weakness and spot uh, that is going to bring that Goliath down. You know, I found myself rising up and saying, again, who is this uncircumcised Philistines that should defy the armies of the Most High God? This virus has sought to mock the armies of the Most High God. Mankind, I believe, has thrown the best of our wisdom at it. And we're still finding that it's coming up short. 
And so my stance continues to be, I have the same spirit in me that rose Jesus Christ from the dead. I am on this planet for such a time as this. I am anointed and I am appointed. And so I continue to speak utter and total destruction over this virus. I continue to pray and declare that over our region of Northland, this is our territory that it shall not come and invade our territory. I continue to speak and declare over my families that, the pass, that this thing shall pass over. Help, if it, can, if it can happen in the Old Testament, how much more in the New Testament? I continue to pray and declare that. Um, and uh, I hope and I pray that we're seeing the tail flick of this thing in the globe. But I'll tell you what, I am still not about to give it a single inch because I am a son of the Most High God. And I am on this planet for such a time as this to declare the goodness of our God. If my father wants to pour out his spirit on this planet to such an extent that people want to run towards the house of God, then this thing needs to get out of the way. And so this week as I've been thinking about this message, I was reminded again of our national anthem. And you know, I want to suggest to you that New Zealand has come off lightly in part because of this declaration. I have, uh, we've sent out the full lyrics to the national anthem to the house groups um, for you to have a look at uh, today. Familiarity breeds contempt. But when you look at the lyrics of those things, oh my goodness, are they so powerful. I tell you what, if anyone ever wanted to change our national anthem, I would rally every single church in New Zealand. I would throw my all at. You know, uh, that is a mountain I would die on. Uh, I would just go wholeheartedly out because I believe that it has protected New Zealand from so much. Um, And so again, I want you to just look at it today in, in your discussion time and consider that that has actually been in part why we have actually got off lightly compared to the rest of the globe. And I want us to continue to declare it out. Um, Lord of battles in thy might, put our enemies to flight. Let our cause be just and right. May our mountains ever be freedom's ramparts on the sea. I love that picture of our mountains being a fortress to whatever the enemy wants to throw at us. Look, I don't have a a, a lot more time. Um, I just want to read a couple of quick bits from Psalm 57. But again, maybe in your discussion time, you can look at the fullness of uh, Psalm 57 and Psalm 108. Let's let's go with uh, Psalm 57. Have mercy on me, my God, have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I cry out to God most high, to God who vindicates me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth his love and his faithfulness. I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth and spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart, O God, I love the change here. My heart, O God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and I will make music. I will awaken the dawn. 
And he, and he goes further on that. He, he starts from where they are and then he, something gets in his spirit to the point where he's like, I cannot wait for the day to start so that I can bring the kingdom of heaven here. I want to just read the beginning of Psalm 108, which starts a, a different way in that he starts from my heart, O God, is steadfast. I will sing and make music with all my soul. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. David got something so in his spirit that he couldn't wait for the day to start. And, and I want to be honest, that is how I feel about this coming year. I think we've still got a few challenges to face over the next couple of months, but I believe that we are going to see some of the finest days that the church has ever seen in our lifetime. And you've got to understand for me, I've heard every prophecy there is about revival, there is. It's going to come from the north, it's going to sweep to the south, it's going to come from the south, it's going to sweep to the north, it's going to start in the east, it's going to go to the west, it's going to start in Christchurch, bubble up and go through the whole nation. I, I, I don't say these things lightly. I say them because I believe that something is within my spirit and I believe he's radiating it around the globe and he's wanting to release it into every single one of us that the internal will define the external. So I want to encourage you now, as you go into your small group time and as you go into your discussion time, let's not get caught up in vaccines, in mandates, in how good or bad a job the government has has done. Our, Our wrestle is not against flesh and blood but is against principalities and powers. So please do not go down that track. What I want you to focus on is what is God asking of the church right now? What are your declarations over your family, over your business, over your school, over your hospital? What are your declarations over your family for this coming year? Let's let's discuss that. Let's look at the national anthem and let's allow the Spirit of God to get within us so that we can define and we can alter the course of history. Thanks so much for listening. We hope it was an encouragement to you. To contact us or to find out what's happening at our church, please check out our website, renewchurch.nz.